Hey, have you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, uh, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whatever's been causing you sleep disturbances, I guess is it. That, that's a, a term I've heard before or I've seen it before. You know, stuff that's uh, like whether it's your mind, it's thinking, it's physical feelings of, uh, you know, any, anything going on with your body, if it's emotions, if it's travel, if it's external noise, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off that. The way I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice and my intention across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use my creaky dulcets here. I'm going to try to take my time. I'm going to, like, I call it lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. You forgot the term, you know, something like a gerrymander. Actually, pointless meanders, that's what a gerrymander is, I believe. I mean, it couldn't get any more pointless except for, the, you know, the gerrymandees. You think they should have to call themselves a jerry instead of a congressman or whatever the hell it is. If you're the benefit, sorry, I don't usually get political, but this is, you know, nonpartisan anyway. You should, you should be a gerrymandee. But, and they say, well, suits, maybe you should be. And I say, yeah, well, you know, I'm remembering from about, uh, this might have been freshman. I might have, might have learned about gerrymanders in freshman year uh, history. I'm trying to think in New York State, because we had a two year history. Uh, but I think that was due to sophomore and junior year, where you take world history over two years. Mr. P was our teacher. Great, great. Uh, he really loved teaching history. My brother Carl, he's, he's been a history teacher in high school. Important work. Uh, but oddly enough, when it's bedtime, you know, it feels like history is repeating yourself. You know, if you excuse my segue, I mean... I mean the Segway with the U, not the EW Segways with the, that are always, uh, you know, zipping around and, you know, malls and stuff annoying me. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I, they do annoy me, though, because it said, geez, I thought this was going to be a thing. Remember the promise of the Segway? I mean, I, I guess I get into tech stuff or future, you know, I'm not a futurist. I'm a, fu- you know, I'm a, a futurist appreciate. But what is that? A futurist appreciate? Like, I love futurism and, and, you know, and I can remember when the Segway came out. I think that guy, uh, like, e- Elon Musk is the real deal. The Segway person, no offense. And please, I hope it wasn't, you know, Musky Poo that came. And by the way, that's what I call, you know, I call Musky. And Musky Poo had a great week this week. Um, this will come out, like, four weeks after he, he had a great week or a couple weeks after he had a good week. But. I love me, Musky Poo, you know. I love me, you know, and you say, geez, if it was between uh, Eddie Snowden and Elon Musk, that would be a tough call for me. I'd say probably Eddie Snowden, you know, because I kind of feel like we share, you know, not a large number of genes, but more than Musky. So, you know, or at least hair genes. So I said, well, I got, I got a soft spot for Eddie. Uh, but anyway, it's going to go on a tangent about segues, but she's never, the only thing I see them is mall, you know, I guess it's good to mail people that use it. 
you know, for lawsuits of people to say, well, now I get to sue the post office. So it's good for those people. Uh, you know, hopefully it's not a real, you know, just a, you know, bruised ankle and then you retire on that. Uh, and the malls and then the tours you can go on with those things. But I remember they said that thing's going to come out. It's going to change our lives. And instead they said, well, how about we take the segue, the technology? We'll wait about 15 years till the price comes down. And we'll make an incredibly crappy version that's still irritating. And the battery will melt in a lot of them. And then kids will kind of zip around on them. And I say, okay, this sounds good to me. Uh, but anyway, this is why I guess isn't supposed to be about uh, whatever those things are called, the hoverboards, which I know a lot of people get irritated by. You know, I say, well, that's not a hoverboard. I say, well, yeah, it's a, it's a cheap-ass Segway, but you can't call it that because Segway's trademarked. And, you know, from a brand standpoint, no one's going to buy that. I mean, I probably would. I said, geez, when can I get, if if you would have told me when they say, well, don't worry, Scoots, just stay calm for about 10 years. Uh, and then, you know, 10 years from now, you'll be able to buy yourself a cheap-ass Segway. I would have marked it on my calendar, and, and literally I would have known. I would have been like, wait a second, is, is it April 2016? Because uh, uh, that's when they finally figured out the uh, cheap-ass Segways where they put you know, the 9-volt, you know, well, how do those run? Well, you know, you would take two 9-volt batteries and you plug them into each other. They get really hot. That's what drives the, uh, well, they call them hoverboards, but that's what keeps the cheap-ass segways going. And they say, really? Because you, you, you never made any money on that. You used to connect 9-volt batteries to either your tongue or to each other all the time. And they say, yeah, I didn't realize that, it, you know, it had some sort of magnetic polarial, pol, polarity or some such thing. And so it does the same thing as the uh, gyroscope in the uh, Segway, but, you know, a lot cheaper. So that's how they can get it so cheap. You know, the only problem is that things get wicked hot, you know. But, but anyway, it's, they're cheap. And I say, geez, I'm okay, do I need to wait in line to get one of those? So anyway, I thought that was okay material there, but but distracting. This is the idea of the podcast is to take your mind off of stuff. I don't know what my point is in there. Seg oh, I was trying to segue into something, and that's okay. So this is exactly how the podcast works. Wow, like a once again, you know, I open my mouth and I remove all doubt. You know, and that just happens. It just happens naturally. <laughs> it's, uh, so so I was trying to segue from, from you know, start setting up the podcast to how I'm going to distract you. And, you know, I zipped right away. My segue caught a hold of me, and I zipped into a segue. I don't know. Like, I guess I got caught up, and then I said, well, let's see. And I went on a little hoverboard tangent there. Uh, so if you're new here, clearly I'm not a person to be taken seriously. Uh, but, but it, you know, I, I have the best intentions. I mean, I guess I don't if you're a shareholder of, you know, Segway Incorporated. Uh, but, but other, you know, and I say, well, geez, I'm just jealous. It's just passive-aggressive. Uh, so take it, as a, take it as a compliment. You know, I, I definitely, you know... I don't think I, I, I don't think I should own a Segway, or I wouldn't really have anything to do with it. 
It'd be hard for me to lose it. But, you know, I don't even have anywhere to put it. So, uh, so it's just, yeah, it's just a little powerlessness creeping out of me in a passive-aggressive way. So, sorry. I'm sorry, Segway. Oh, the Segway, the Segway does kind of look like it's frowning sometimes, at least in my brain. But so, uh, that's the podcast. I try to distract you. The rest of the podcast will be a, li- a little bit more of a, uh intro, and then I'll go into a story. Uh, but the thing is, you're under no obligation to listen. You'll, you you can just drift off to sleep whenever you want. You just kick back. You, like, let my mind take, you know, whatever's racing, whatever narrative, uh, at least this is my theory, that you might be constructing either consciously or unconsciously, you know, around what's keeping you up. And then that kind of says, and then it kind of runs itself, you know, just like a Segway that you don't own that's irritating the hell out of you or like a neighborhood of those freaking kids on those hoverboards zipping around. Uh, for a lot of people, that's what bread bedtime feels like. And metaphorically, I mean, holy crap. Uh, if that's how it really is when you go to bed, uh, that you live in some, well, uh, honey, we should have never bought a house in Segway village. You know, I told you, you say, well, I thought it was just a term. Well, they had all the segways on the, uh, you know, it says two segways per household, but I didn't know about these damn hoverboards. Uh, so if you live in Segway Village, I, I can try to help you. Can't make any promises because, man, I'm getting irritated just thinking about that. I probably will. You, give me your address. No, don't give me your address because, I mean, you know, I have enough problems. But I, I, w- I would, uh, man, that would be crazy annoying. So if things are a little bit less annoying like that or metaphorically like that, or you could have anything going on with you keeping up. And if you can relate to that, all that zipping and irritating and stirred up feelings, and you say, geez, Scooter, you really seem resentful of these things. And I would say, you're right. I thought we covered it with the passive-aggressive thing. And yeah, I didn't get, okay, okay, let's put all the cards on the table. I did not get a hoverboard for Christmas. So, boom, the cards are on the table. Uh, and every person I asked for it said, you know, they said, because we love you. We can't get you. you, you come on. That's what every person, they sat me down. And they said, it's not because, I mean, they're wicked cheap. You know, we could get one of these ones that uh, they're trying to offload. But you know what will happen if you if you get one of those scoots. And I said, not this time. I said, I'll wear a helmet. And they said, well, you you would need one of those corporate retreat uh what else called sumo suits? So and and those are expensive. So yeah, no. So yeah, okay. Their cards are on the table. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of resentments around these uh, items. Uh, but even if it's metaphorical for you, like that, you have some adjustment to reality, unlike me, you know. Or you could pity me, and then drift off. You say, well, you know, things are looking up. You know, I, I haven't been. You know, just just think about that, because you know he just laid his curve. Okay, and maybe your brain parts, your irritated parts, will say, oh, "Yeah, you're doing pretty damn good compared to this scooter guy." And then you know, and sometimes your brain parts can come up with better jokes than me, because they could go on. You know, they could do a whole scooter routine now of how I can't even clearly, and they're correct. I can't. You know, I got when scooters were popular, I couldn't get one of those either for Christmas. 
It was just like a 1950s movie. I went to all the... They said, no, no, we're not allowed to sell you a scooter, scoots. And then my shoulders would slump. Uh, So if that's what's going on with you, I I, want to distract you from that because, you know, that's a skill set I do have. And I don't need a helmet. I don't need the, the sumo suit. You know, I just take a couple bends. Obviously, I just and I still can. No, I got I got a brain full of stuff about my brain. I'm trying to, you know, I say we got to close out this intro brain. I say, well, I still we have 800 more agenda items related to scooters, and I said, well, okay, and I say, and sometimes I say, can you just give me the funny stuff? And then it's like uh, Keystone Cops. I hear stuff in my brain just all running into each other. And then I'm like, that part's not funny. That's sad. Come on. And then I say, okay, let me just close out the intro. So the idea of the podcast is to distract you, to take your mind off stuff. A little lighthearted, definitely strange. But all of it so so you can stop listening to whatever's running through in your head or your body or your feelings or outside of your house. Uh, but you don't have to take me seriously. I'm, I'm just going to be going on and on for about 45 more minutes here. It'll be in a story form from, from here on out. Uh, but but it'll be, you know, it'll, it'll be gentle turns and meanders. But but I have another promise. If you, if you can't sleep, if you're one of those people that can't sleep, I, obviously, you know, I, I'm not a person... You know, I got a lot of stuff going on in my brain, so, so I can relate to the people that, that really have trouble falling asleep. So so if you need this podcast, you know, I'll be here for the next 45 minutes giving it my all. Uh, now, when I give it my all, it, it becomes mildly entertaining, you know. So so it'll be like a little bit like, a, you know, something alternative to listen to to keep you company. So if you can't sleep, if you can't sleep and you can drift off, don't feel obligated. You you won't miss much because they just talked about segues for eight, you know. I think that guy talked about his emotional. Say, man, I don't know what like uh, what kind of therapist would even deal with those kind of issues. He's got issues with, in uh, like you know, not just moderate ones. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, what what can I say? Uh, you know, let me take your mind off stuff. If you can't sleep, I'll be here. I'm glad you're here. I know it takes a heavy amount of skepticism, uh, to try something like this out. So I appreciate your time and I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. All right. Housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes are there. You can comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, if you want to support the show, uh, you can spare a couple dollars a month. Uh, we look for ongoing monthly support over sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron, P-A-T-R-O-N. And that'll help us keep the show going long into the future. And uh, what else? Uh, I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edits the show, does our theme music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor, on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann, a.k.a. the Mystery Bard, on our Lola Jingles. Uh, we have a Facebook group over at com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Lida Lie, Jennifer B., Julie C., and Rachel L. to the G., 
Unaterate over there. I want to thank Latitude on our subreddit uh, over at sleepingwithmepodcast.com slash reddit. And if, if you have time, you can review the show. Go over to sleepingwithmepodcast.com slash iTunes and review and rate it on iTunes. And that's it. Let's get on with the show. Uh, it's trending Twitter Tuesday, so I'm going to open up this Twitter app here. Um, let's see. Okay, search. Select a location. Have we done anything in Australia? The Brisbane, Australia. Okay, this looks pretty good. So this is what we're going to go with. All right, so it's 9.20 p.m. I'm taking a picture of Brisbane. My phone doesn't have very much. All right, so I got my phone plugged in, so that should work. Uh, but I got to tell you, like, uh, sometimes, you know, I have, like, uh, sometimes I come into these episodes, uh, you know, blank, and I say, okay, what, what am I going to do tonight? And then sometimes, you know, there's a character. We say, oh, we haven't seen that person in a while. Uh, so I give them a call. And then every once in a while, something catches my attention. And I say, okay, well, is, is there a story there? Or, you know, it's a, and, and so I got to be honest. I get, this is a front-loaded episode. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I get, it's barely front-loaded, so, so I have no idea. But, but it, it was like uh, I was walking, right, as I do a lot of. And I came across this Prius. This was in North Oakland. Is it North Oakland? Uh, but I was, so I was on my way to my therapist. I don't know if my therapist uh, has uh, said, oh, no, don't. So I said, don't worry, bro. I'm not going to tell you. Well, here, here I'll out my therapist just a little bit. Is he reminds me of a television father from a show I didn't really watch. And who's, who's my brother loved this show. And I can't, and I don't know, I don't know the name of it. I think it was called, like the show had Obladi, Oblada, Life Goes On, was the, maybe it was called, it was called Life Goes On, I think. The Beatles song was the, the theme of the show. How do you get that? Uh, I think, maybe. Uh, but I think maybe my, the dad, I'm not sure, I should, I should, you know, but I think the dad on that show looks like my therapist. I'm not positive, though. Or a dad on a show like that, but not Wilford Brimley. Can you imagine? Would Larry, will, how would Wilford Brimley do as a therapist? Probably not. I mean, I guess for a certain, you know, group of people that would feel comfortable. I wouldn't, no offense to Wilford, you know, let's not get too caught up on the therapist thing. Because I was walking to there, and I saw this Prius Man, how long did it take me to get to this Prius? I don't know why I just got so irritable. I think it's this Prius, to be honest, because uh, it was looking at me. It had been a long time, and, and a lot of people are going to know what I'm talking about. I said, this car is looking at me, just like a person or an animal looks at you sometimes. It, it happens in everybody's life, you know, that you make eye, make an eye contact with a car. That's what it is. Uh, so let me know if you've made eye contact with a car before. But So I made eye contact with this Prius. It was a light blue, metallic sky blue Prius. And, and it was looking at me. 
And so, and then I said, to, you know, and then I had, we had, well, we didn't, it was a one-way conversation, but we had, so I said, you know, are you looking at me? And there was a newer Prius. I don't know the models of Priuses because they kind of, oh boy, this is, uh, they do look very similar. They don't all look the same, but they all look very similar to me. And I said, and I was thinking, I mean, this is a beautiful colored car and it was obviously new. But I said, I said, this is Prius is staring at me. And I didn't know if it was challenging me because I tend to, because I have fur, you know, I, newer people might not know this. I don't have human hair, uh, according to my father. He says, hey, you know, you don't, you were born with fur and not hair. But I think if you took a look at it, the stuff on my head, you'd say, well, geez, it is, it's not hair, it's fur. It's very straight. I have no natural part. And so, and, and believe it or not, this is one of the conversations I was having with this Prius. I said, you take a look at this. And, you know, I got really close. Uh, and, and it's a sensible question here. Where, where, where do you believe that cars see from? Uh, you know, obviously that takes, you know, there's a whole lot of questions before that to get to that. You say, uh, so, so, you know, suspension of, like, see, that's a great thing. I don't. I mean, this is true, so I didn't have to suspend any disbelief. Uh, so I show this Prius in my hair, and then it hits me. You know, I say, oh, yeah, I'm like, and I get it to my therapist's office because he's, you know, you, you got to pay no matter what uh, there. And I say, okay, I'll see you later. So yeah, fifty fifty minutes. Actually, we, you know, no, I don't want to toot my own horn, but you know, fifty minutes is not how we do things there. Can't even be indiscreet, you know, because I spent forty minutes avoiding talking about any. Oh, did I tell you about the, uh, you know? But so then I head back, and as I'm walking back, I start to. I said, okay. Well, I wonder if that Prius is still there. I never caught that Prius's name. And then, you know, another part of my brain says, you know, geez, it's been a long time since we've run into a sentient, you know, vehicle, either, you know, in real life or, he said, geez, when is the last time we had a good vehicle entertainer? Non-animated, okay, let me put that in there, non-animated vehicle entertainer. You know, because that's a big caveat. You know, I'm looking for more, you know, real cars. I said, Knight Rider, uh, Her Herbie. I never saw, I don't know if I saw any of the Herbie movies. Herbie was a love bug. I think that was like the 70s, 60s or 70s, maybe not the 80s. You know, the always beloved Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which I don't think that, but I don't think that was the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was just a, like, that was Dick Van Dyke. Like, Chitty Chitty Bang, he, he was the magic there, right? I mean, oh, man, Dick Van Dyke, holy, talk about. Oh, man, he's good. I mean, I've talked about that before, but Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Uh, sorry, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, in a, I'm having a Dick a Van Dyke interlude here in my brain. Um, and I now have trouble pulling me. But anyway, so I said, okay. I said, I better go find that Prius again because geez, either way, we could. So I went back and there it was sitting there. 
it was still giving me that same look at first, I thought. So then I said, well, but then I noticed, you know, I noticed a little bit something different around the sides of its face. And I said, okay, this is, I said, hey, what's up, man? And I said, oh, boy, I shouldn't have, you know, I just, oh, I'm doing my pronouns, you know. Which, after you do that, it's too late, you know. So you should think before you use your pronouns. But I didn't, you know. With a vehicle, you say you just shouldn't do that, you know. We're trying to be respectful. But I, I wondered if I blew it, as I have many a time. And then did you say, you say, I don't even, I'm not even sure I'm even using pronoun properly. But anyway, they said, I waited, and the first of the vehicle didn't respond. So they said, okay, this is pretty, te- you know, and this, these, these, these things, you know, I'm being tested. You know, I need to earn the trust of this Prius. Uh, but it's also clear to me, I, on another level, I have, you know, I have some kind of confidence because they say I, I, I'm pretty confident in no one else. Well, North Oakland is on the Berkeley border, so there is a pretty good chance someone else has talked to this vehicle. Well, boom, that is a Berkeley joke. God love you, Berkeley. But so I say, I did have some confidence because he said, well, maybe this vehicle, you know, kind of like, you know, boy, you know, I say, I got a shot with this Prius. Oh, something happening because it probably doesn't get any friggin' respect from any other humans. Uh, but then I say, uh, then uh, you know, believe it or not, I'm not only made terrible at small talk with humans, but with ve- you know vehicles too. And that's so good. But then I, so then I say, you say, what's up with all your creeping around? You know, your 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 silent runnings and stuff. And again, nothing. So I said, okay, that's a jo- probably a joke at my expense. And I said, I heard a rumor that they put speakers in you guys. I say another pronoun error. I say, I heard a rumor that in Priuses, and I said, is it Priuses or pre, you know, Prii? And I said, by the way, Priya is a lovely name. That's probably one of my favorite names. You know, just in case your name's Priya and I screwed up everything else. I said I heard in the pre 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 these these type of vehicles these Toyota Priuses. I said, yeah, that's what they say, Priuses. That there's a speaker in there that sounds like an engine. You know that 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 noise is not the electrical engine. And I guess I've always been curious about it because I figured uh, you're very stealthy, in my opinion. And I guess that's not you know that's not the best. But I said, if a vehicle, you know, uh, was perchance and interested in adventure, you know, that would be a good uh, characteristic to have for a vehicle that's interested in adventure. And that's when I heard it. The faintest, you know, in the faintest whiny voice. Could have been straight into my brain, though. Adventure, you say. I got it, I got it, I got this Prius. I think so. And I said, yep, adventure. 
So it's just strange because my, my creeper, my stuff, you know, that I've relied on for so long. Oh, the years I had this stealthy ninja-like companion. This was a whole lie. You know, that was at my side for so many years. You know, the Cato to my Clouseau. And that got it. I heard a honk, you know, like a constrained honk. And I said, this Prius has got damn good taste or whoever drives. I said, you know, it was a Pink Panther reference. And I said, so, so, yeah, I'm in the market for, well, I'm not in the market for Prius because, oh, boy, that, I said, you know, believe it or not. And I said, holy, this is natural small talk. I said, believe it or not, I looked up, I was looking at vehicle costs because I've had a lot of, you know, since I don't own a car. I said, oh, man, no, no, excuse me. My name's Scooter. I don't own a car. Not that I don't, you know, a whole lot of reasons why. And then the Prius didn't respond with it. And I said, okay, well, I got to earn trust before I'll learn. And I said, you know, but I said, I was looking at some, and I said, oh, I can't really afford my, you know, I looked at the vehicle's pricing thing. Sorry, I, I was, I was, but anyway, that was for just a transportation, not for a companion, a partner. And then again, a lot of a partner in crime. And I said, well, if adventure's a crime, you know, consider me guilty or about to be guilty. And uh, I say, yeah, yeah, I guess I was just thinking as I was walking out, because, you know, I couldn't help but notice we locked eyes as I was going up the hill uh, to meet with my mentor and another guffaw, because I said, there's no, 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 nothing past here. And he said, this thing's got a clock. It knows I've been gone for 58 minutes or something. Uh, so I said, yeah, my therapist. Uh, anyway, and he said, well, it's Berkeley, Oakland, North Oakland. But I was thinking as I was walking back here, and I said, man, what the world needs now is an adventuring vehicle, you know. We've been missing out. And I said, I don't know, if, you know, and, and one that's got spirit. I said, I kind of missed out on the whole Herbie love bug thing. And I know that pop cultural reference is probably, and I think it's the vehicle shrugged, the Prius shrugged. And I'd like to know your name. Is your name Priya? Because uh, if it is, I got a lot of apologizing to do. And then the warning lights went on. I said, holy crapola. They said, please meet you, Priya. I apologize for the pronoun problems profusely. And I got a thing for alliteration. Do you mind if I call you Pista Priya, the Prius? Uh, until I can think of a pseudonym more proper. And I didn't get a laugh, so I said, oh, you do have good taste, clearly. Listen, Priya, what do you think about uh, adventure? Where, where do you stand on the uh, adventure spectrum uh, tonight, this evening? We partake in a little adventure. Uh, you and I, 
uh, Brian Scooter. As I said, we'll develop a you know an adventuring team, you know, as a team of equals. I see, you know, I guess we got to get to know each other better, but and there was nothing. I said, okay, we're still in the trust building phase. I said, what are you thinking, Scoots? Uh, you got, you can't just. I said, you got to entice this. This is a brand new Prius. And I said, well, everybody. It's probably home for the night. This is when I, that's what I said out loud. I said, well, everybody's probably home for the night, but I guess I could go down to College Ave and have a taco and then hop on the 51A and go home. And, you know, then start my adventure when I get home. You know, vehicle-free adventure. But I was just thinking, you know, the world's missing. How empty the world is without a vehicle like heroin. Nothing. Oh, okay. Let me. It's a great meeting you, Priya. Sorry, you know, your stealth like skills aren't being utilized this evening, but, you know, as a member of the WWEHOF, you know, I, I got to go because I, I was going to eat a taco and then head home. And when I say home, you know, of course that's a code. I can't let you in on it. And that's why I heard WWE. H-O-F. Yeah, I said the Worldwide. Yeah, well, it used to be the WWR, the Worldwide Raconteurs. But it, they said I was pronouncing it wrong. Well, they they said they wouldn't even accept my application. But this is a WWE. Yeah, the WWE-H-O-F, the Worldwide uh, Evil Humblers. Of fun. It's a little secret organization I'm in. And, you know, I was just going to head out on a mission tonight. So solo since I lost uh, my uh, my most trusted ally. Because, yeah, the case tonight's up. I'm up against the insiders. Uh, but, you know, I guess I'm just going to, you know, I, 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 do, I do better on my own anyway. I'm like, a, you know. I'm not like a lone wolf. Oh, Airwolf. That was like the uh, kit of the sky. Jan Michael Vincent, uh, Ernest Borgnine, in a helicopter. Didn't have much of a... I don't think it had a personality like you. Like, uh, you well, it did have a personality like you. Priya. They say, hey, Priya, uh, how you doing today? This evening. Because it was a lovely evening to meet you, but honestly, I gotta get. I can't make any more small talk. I gotta get going on this adventure. Don't know if I'll be back to see you next week at the same time. Walking by, and then fifty-eight minutes later, I'll be walking by again. It's possible. Uh, it's also possible to be the uh, fourth week out of three weeks that I so I can't afford. You know, I can only afford to go three times a month, not four. Anyway, Priya, that's probably too much to say already. I enjoy sitting here on the side of the road. I mean, unless you get somebody that works the uh, second or third shift, I'll uh, I'll be off. I just gotta actually before I go, I, could could I just uh, stand here and use you as a windbreak as I check my secret files uh, to see which of the insiders we take on tonight? Oh, look, it's uh, I don't even know what I, I'm gonna have to de- decode this code. 
Uh, JFC. Okay, this is your target. Target Sean Mendez. Sounds dangerous. JFC is the code in front of it. Just effing C. They know JJF stands for just effing. I've heard of JFK. Oh, catch. All right, so we just got effing catch. Oh, I mean, I got to just effing catch. Sean Mendez. It was anyway, Priya. One day I hope to, uh, you know, I guess I've always wanted to be rejected by a Priya. Or at least, you know, so I guess this is the best kind of best case scenario. Or the worst case scenario, because this isn't romantic. You know, this was a partnership of the non-romantic kind. I mean, although I've heard theories about uh, Cato and Clouseau. And they got, and I said, "All right, I got it." Well, I said, "All right," and then I heard the noise of the possibly fake engine sound. And I said, "Is that a yes? You're gonna have help me just f and catch Sean Mendez, one of the insiders." And then the door opened, and he said, "You know, if this is gonna work, I'm gonna need something more out of you, personality-wise." Because, you know, the silent, you know, the silent, uh, efficient silent type does not, uh, get butts in the seats. And I don't know, you know, deadpan humor with a vehicle that we're trying, if we're trying to reinvent the genre, well, I guess, pretty you might be 10 steps ahead of me. Reinvent a genre that was never a genre, uh, because, you know, you know, all right, well, let's, so let's go catch Sean Mendez. And I hopped in the uh, passenger seat. And then they even had the vibrating seat thing. So then I said, oh, wait, I got to be in the driver's seat just in case, you know. So they don't think, because we don't get the Google thing on the roof. And they said, next stop, uh, Priya, is a Rip Curl Pro Pro Shop. And... I don't, I have no idea where it is. So I am counting on you as the brains of the operation, which is definitely the case. And with that, we were off on an incredibly uneventful ride of just me. It couldn't even be a sleep podcast because I was just rambling. You think it? No, actually, I can't, I can't, can't be honest because I said, I, I, I sensed, well, Priya asked. Would you, you know, because we had, it was a time to, it was an ironic thing. I was hoping not to talk about it, but it was at a time to destination, uh, 49 minutes, and then Priya laughed. And, and, and the inside of the vehicle, Priya had a lovely laugh, a melodious laugh. And I said, damn, these are good. I said, is this an upgraded sound system or is that just your personality uh, shining through? And then the C vibrated and I said, oh boy, this could get weird if this is going to be one of those dual level partnerships. I said, that's probably not a sellable property. I said, because, you know, I have a huge thing for... uh, uh, who is Sylvia? But even that, but who is Priya the Prius? That would be too weird. And he said, it's too soon, too. And he said, don't ask me if it's Ibsen or not, because they always blank. He said, is it Ibsen? 
they should, that should be, maybe that can be, maybe we could do a podcast, Priya. Is it Ibsen? Five episodes. Uh, five listeners. Scooter asks, is it Ibsen? And then he tries to figure it out. Uh, five minutes of your time. And then Priya just blinked to the time. Yeah, she said, to, to distance time to your destination, 49 minutes. And then again, the melodious laugh of a vehicle. And I knew there was a spirit. At this point, I, you know, I was already in into this. But you could tell the car was really laughing. It wasn't a sound effect or a chime or a door noise, door jar. They say eyes are windows to the soul, and when you lock eyes with someone, I don't know what they say, because for me it's always a bad idea, because they think that was a point earlier I was going to get into. Something happens to me, like some sort of uh, ancient vibration when I lock eyes with someone sometimes, and it you know it stirs the uh, stirs the ancient in me, but this one stirred the ancient desire for adventure. So we were off, but then what we talked about was because Priya thought it would be really funny if I re redid my therapy session. And, oh, that was so hilarious. Oh, boy, it was the laughs Priya had at, at my expense. And, you know, I was saying, geez, that could have taken 10 minutes. And I said, yeah, but that's the whole point of it, that it didn't take 10 minutes. And, you know, Joe, you know, it's this jokey car. I said, okay, Priya is like a little bit of an introvert or it takes her a little while to warm up. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't long after I wound up uh, with the end of my therapy session saying, all right, can't wait to get to you. See you next week as I collect the data. You know, I'm on it this week. And then, you know, a bunch of we were laughing, which isn't always the best when you're on the trail one of the insiders. We pulled up to the Rip Curl Pro Pro Shop, a surfing spot uh, deep in the uh, Richmond district of San Francisco. And by now, the night had fully fallen. So it was just past 9 p.m. And you could hear the ocean crashing as we pulled up and pretty quiet or either fake or real engine sounds, which I still don't have a clear answer to. And we waited outside, and the, the windows of the shop were dark. So Priya pulled around back, just like an adventure, full stealth mode at this point. All battery power. And I said, Priya, you don't mind if I ask you an intimate question, because you were parked on the street. Are you a plug-in hybrid? And there was no answer. Because uh, it was time for me to kind of say, well, geez, who are these insiders and why am I on the case? And it all goes back to, to a great, one of the greatest cover-ups in the history of cover-ups because they're covering up the past, present, and the future. And it's this, you know, the insiders are a secret organization uh, beholden to the uh, NRL Cowboy Dragons. And what NRL stands for is the National Registry of the Lawful. And clearly, you know, they can you couldn't get any more of an authoritarian 
national organization, NRL. What did I say the national? Or I forgot. It was something of the lawful, though. National Registry of the Lawful, a national... Uh, but it's this group of uh, national, national righteous and lawful. That might be it, because these people are very righteous, and you know they they have a plan to take over the world. I mean, otherwise, why would I be tracking them down, and why would I need a vehicle uh, to help me? And uh, the way they've done it is, uh, you know, science based uh, bad stuff. Probably, obviously, at the the base of it, I like to get to the technology. And, you know, the, the mad scientists, I'd love to get my, you know, I'm always wanting to get my hands on mad science stuff. I don't know about mad, me and scientists, we just can't seem to connect because I always want to push the limits of science, you know, or actually push my head into science experiments. And that's how I push the limits of science. I say, well, let me see what happens if I stick my head in there. And they always say, well, that wouldn't be a good idea. Oh, uh, you know, I say, well, gee, I wish you would have told me you were going to stick your head in there because I would have told you it's not a good idea. And now I don't know how we're going to, you know, this doesn't have, it's a particle separator. And I say, well, that's why I trust, you know, I'm put, I say, you got to put this, you got to fix this. And they say, think, think of, Think of all the children that'll have to look at this, you know. Come on, and then I say, okay, yeah, we'll try to fix that. Uh, but so they, they, they somehow these scientists I haven't got my hands on because they they saw the movie Cowboys versus Aliens, right? And they said, well, I think their theory was we'll team up with aliens. What if the aliens and the cowboys teamed up? And they said, that's the kind of, you know, evil stuff that uh, a registry of lawful people are going to, because there was cowboys that were in charge of the law, or lawmen, they were called. But they said, they said, well, what's it, what about cowboys and dragons? And so, and I don't know how, you know, I, I, I do dabble in this uh, fan fiction transverse plane stuff. But they got fictional cowboys and dragons, and I'm talking about uh, Dungeons and Dragons dragons. And, and I'll give you what I what I know because, or a spoiler is that you know because science shouldn't be m- m- messing around. Obviously, they didn't read enough Dragonlance to know that dragons are highly intelligent creatures. Uh, most likely, in our world they're going to be alien, depending on how you define alien. Uh, you can, you don't want to introduce highly intelligent, uh, you, you know, what do you call them? Uh, hard to get along with, uh, I don't know, moody. Oh boy, you know, this story's, you know, me and dragons don't get along for the most part because they're know-it-alls and they're powerful magic users. And then they're giant, you know, they, they can be in human form. And also, none of them will fall in love with me. But also, they can be in human, they can be in dragon form, and then they're super badass. And so they thought they would team up with uh, the dragons with these cowboys. And I don't know, yeah, I think they are fictional cowboys made real. I'm not 100% sure. Or they just selected the best cowboys in the world. They went back in time. 
And then they get, now, now I'll tell you, who, who do you think runs the NRL is a couple of dragons in human form. The rest of the people are just their minions. So that's why I take my job so seriously, Priya. Oh, this is what we're saying after Priya stopped laughing about my counseling. Uh, and I said, come on, he said, Priya, you got to stop laughing here. Because I was serious about all that dragon stuff. That's really how did this, what the, the insiders, you get it, the, the dragon... Inside the human is a dragon. Inside the dragon is a human. Nothing. Is, okay, pretty. It's time for action. So we were around the back of the Strip Curl Pro Surf Shop. And I said, okay. And when I saw the back door, and it was open, and there was somebody uh, smoking out back. And I said, you be, I said, Cato, get ready. It's time for a little Clouseau. Or what I see, I said, okay, don't do Clouseau, though. And so I opened the door. I saw the person. I said, hey, De- Den- I said, are you Dennis Jensen? And the person said, what? And I said, are you the pro surfer, Dennis Jensen, the greatest surfer ever known? known? And everybody said, hey, man, Dennis Jensen's no pro surfer. And then I, I guess then I, of course, this this happens to me too. Once you befriend a vehicle, so then I started. I said, "You believe this guy he doesn't know who Jimbrin Dennis Jensen is?" And then I looked, and Priya had snuck away, which was probably better. And I said, "Who are you talking to?" And I said, "Obviously nobody, because if you don't know who Dennis Jensen is, you you, you don't know nothing." And then I didn't even mean to actually insult a guy to that degree. He said, I'm sorry, what did you say to me? And I said, and he's smoking a cigarette, and I noticed he was kind of, I said, were you in the new, that Point Break movie, the first one, or the second one? I didn't catch the second, I didn't catch your name either. As you, I said, are you in a wetsuit still? That can't be good. And he was in a wetsuit, and I started backing up as he was coming at me. And he did have, like, flowing locks. And I said, I was just asking if you knew who Dennis Jensen was, because that's my hero and my father. And he had sent me down here with $500 cash because he needs some of uh, that, that whack, wax, that sex wax. He said, get, go get me some sex wax uh, so I can wax my board later, fool. And don't insult anybody at the uh, surf shop. You know, with five hundred dollars cash, you should you should respect the people you're going to give all that money to. And I'm not sure if he wanted me to spend all the money on wax. I think he also said that. Uh, I think that's it. And the guy, then the guy he said, "Okay." And I saw Priya was sneaking up behind him, but then I nodded to Priya to the side and he said $500 cash yeah he goes actually we, we just got a new shipment he goes what's your what's your dad's favorite color and I said Papa Jensen likes it green lime green and he said well I would have begged you for a neon pink guy and I said why don't we do let's, let's cover all our bases and he's like that's great we're having a special so he, he goes let's go inside the shop 
And I go, so you don't, you don't know who Dennis Jensen is? They said, who's the, who's the big, big kahuna around? And he said, that's a, he, he got mad about it. I said, you know, I, only, only surfing I know is Jensen style surfing. Who's the big surfer around here? And he said, Sean Mendez, of course. And I said, Sean Mendez. They said, that is, I said, that's, I said, the singer Sean Mendez is a surfer. And then they, he scoffed with the only, only the kind of scorn, you know, it's kind of scorn that even to me revealed something. And he said, no, Sean Jensen. And he got mad and he goes, Sean Mendez is the best surfer. Uh, from here to Matt, and they started saying all these surf specs. I heard of Mavericks, and then in Funston, I think. And, I, and then he said Pismo Beach, and then I had to do some Bugs Bunny material, which he didn't get because he was like 24 years old. Guessing, I'm guessing. And I said, well, let's get inside and, you know, let's, let's, let's get some sex wax on. What do you say? And he said, and I could, he had a look in his eye like he could use some cash. And then I said, oh, Scoots, how are you going to play this one? Because obviously Priya can't get through the door, but hopefully she, she, she knows enough to follow my lead. And, I, and then she, he went to close the back door as we went in. And I said, well, you know what? I'm got, I've got terrible uh, gas today, Sean. And he said, what would you call me Sean for? And they said, because they seen you on that poster uh, right there on the door. But I, I got gas, so you better leave the door open. And sorry, sorry, I didn't realize it was you, Mr. Uh, I, I, I think my dad was talking about you. He think, you know, my dad's the greatest surfer that you never heard of, but he's heard of you, Sean, Sean Mendez. My dad's got a mumbling problem, so I thought he said Braun Pendez or Braun Pendesk. And I always said, Dad, what are you talking about, Pendesks? And they said, well, I guess it's also for pencils. Because a lot of times he was banging on it, but he must have been meaning you. So you're really the best there is, huh? I mean, better than my father. He's all washed up. And he said, you got the money? And he pulled out like uh, two, and at least he was being somewhat dishonest or somewhat honest. He had two round things of uh, lime green uh, surf wax and two of uh, bright pink. And he said, he said, okay, it's 500 bucks. And then I, and this one I do, this is another natural move where my uh, liabilities become assets. I did the old digging in the pockets to look for $500 and didn't have, or a wallet or keys. And I said, oh boy, okay, maybe not, maybe this next pocket. And he says, $500 with tax. And he said, I thought you had the money. I said, my dad, he gave it to me. He's going to be so mad. And he said, well, where'd you put it? He goes, are you sure you didn't leave it in your car? And I said, I could have, I could have. I said, it's the darndest thing. And I said, what do you, I said, can I pay you tomorrow? What do you need? Do you need the money tonight? And he said something like, you know, do you need your face tonight? And I said, I said, oh boy, I said, you're a great, I said, you're a little bit, uh, I said, is that the, did you have a bad day on the uh, surfing uh, circuit or whatever the heck you call it? 
He said, all of a sudden I'm getting tired of your lip. And he goes, he goes, I need to be paid for my wax. And I said, you're looking like you're, I said, you, you need to, you need that money right away, huh? And you got to spend it right away. And I said, I was, I was wondering like how someone gets so good at surfing, you know, that they can carve, uh, you know, because I see your videos are playing everywhere. But you might not notice something about me is that you happen to be an expert in uh, vestigial tales. Uh, actually, I'm a teller of it. It was a weird thing. I thought it would be witty. I started calling myself a vestigial tale teller. And then he was just giving me this blank look. And I said, maybe the money is in my car. But I knew from his blank look again. And I said, let's go, let's go out to the car, go out the door. Now, as soon as he walked out the front door, who was waiting there but Priya with the door open? And as he walked towards the door, uh, you know, I just let him, I said, he said, how'd your car get up here? I said, it's, it's, it's one of those self-deparking cars. I said, I work at Google. And he said, they'd hire somebody like you? I said, they'd probably hire you. He said, a famous surfer like you with a vestigial tail. He said, hop in the back. Let's go get the money. And he said, I thought it was in the car. He said, I just realized I left it at my dad's place. It's right around the corner. I, I get you paid in full. He said, you forgot to wax. And I said, I'll be back for the wax. And then I, he, he kicked the door closed. He pulled the, you know, the door to the shop. Pulled the door of the car closed. I pretended to get in the front. And they said, well, my, I said, well, he, 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 I don't think he bought it. So I said, let me get your, uh, I said, let me sit back here with you. He said, no, no, don't sit next to me. I said, yeah, well, I said, I want you to show you how, how good Google Tech is. And I said, uh, I said, Priya, drive us home. He said, Priya, that's a sweet name. And, of course, he went on, well, I've dated a few. And I said, oh, don't tell me you dated some Priyas. You're killing me. And then after he told, you know, I said, oh, man. I said, I couldn't, again, I was talking about how much I admired your surfing skills there. He said, yeah, what were you talking about, vestigial tale-telling? And I said, yeah, I, had a, I called myself Narau. And he said, what? I said, Nauru. I, I, I said, Nauru, the vestigial tale-teller. And I, I said, I have like a sixth sense for this. I said, you had a vestigial tail. And he said, didn't we all? And I said, whoa, boy, somebody's sensitive about a tail they didn't have, but they once, you know, their ancestors had. And I said, maybe you got some tail jealousy because they said, or a ghost tail. And then I got into it and I said, this is definitely a, uh, I said, this is definitely a dragon. Clearly, you know, I, that's what I was doing just in case it, it was, you know, totally obtuse. It was a test to figure out if Sean Mendez was a dragon. And, you know, just in case anybody from any of the uh, surfing, you know, record holders, they say that's why the ghost tale and magic was how, how, Sean Mendez became such a great uh, surfer. But, I, I, you know, then I said, okay, I better change subjects because I said, you, you don't have any tail envy? You know, I did that. 
until I could feel. But the thing is that the dragon couldn't reveal itself because it would it, be uproar, you know, if a dragon was ever spotted. Uh, but Priya kept driving, and 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 Sean was pretty impressed with Priya's driving. But it was also taking a while, and he seemed in a hurry for money. And he also knew that, uh, a little more that I know about dragons. That's not common knowledge. And again, I was I was doing some of this out loud for Priya afterwards, but I'll just do it now for you. Is that uh, I could tell this dragon had a bit of a sweet tooth. Because whatever world they came from, you know, they they didn't have sweets in. And it's bad because dragons are so temperamental. You want to keep them away. And they have a predilection for addiction, which is a sad thing. You know, I share that with the dragons. But uh, because I think maybe they're high intelligence and magic and the fact that Sean couldn't really practice magic in a full level. Anyway, Sean was not an addict. He was a, 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 ice cream, like consuming five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars in ice cream a day. And I guess he was out of money. I caught him right at the right time. And then Priya had Priya was already plugged in, so we pulled up to Giardelli Square. And I said, "I think there's an ATM in here outside this ice cream shop." And he said, "Well, that's strange. The ice cream shop's closed." Uh, that's too bad. Uh, and I said, we have to go all... And I said, do you smell that? And he said, no, I don't smell anything. And I said, okay. He said, if only the window... Uh, Priya, lower the windows. And then the windows went down. And then that's when it hit us. A good full caramel hot, co- hot chocolate uh, waffle cone. Manufactured scent, you know, that they spray out. But it still smells enough to, to and, it, and his eyes went wide. And I said, "Man, I had the best Sunday here ever." Uh, it was like, and I, I did like this whole, but I won't do it because people are trying to sleep. It's like a Sunday, you know, just like the podcast, but with ice cream, talking about it, and talking about it, and talking about it. And Sean was like, what? "And they said, what did they call it?" I said, "They called it the Dutton Sunday." He said, he said, you think you can see it in, just in there? He said, oh, they still keep all the ice cream. They don't put everything away. Look at that. And he said, he was crazed, crazed with ice cream, you know, ice cream desire. And I said, man, I said, I said, Jesus, I could really go for some ice cream. Now, now I know this was like a corporation, you know, that runs this place. So I had an ulterior motive, clearly. And I knew I was on a JFC mission, so I said, I'm pretty sure we could get in here and just fix ourselves some ice cream. And then I, you know, did a little thing to, you know, Priya to be ready. And he said, yeah, yeah, he goes, hey, if we could just get in here. And I said, I'm pretty good at getting in places. Uh, I said, how are you at scooping ice cream? Because I said, I'm the worst at scooping ice cream. You see, look at these. These twigs, and he, then he got to make fun of me, which is, dra- you know, dragons have a superiority thing. So really, you know, played his confidence up. And he said, well, get us in there. And, you know, uh, uh, he goes, I'm going to have, I'm going to make my own first and I'll make you a Sunday. 
after I had my first couple. I said, okay, no problem. That's the deal's a deal. And I, I started to, uh, I said, don't worry, I'll have this door open in no time. Uh, because they said, well, it's easy to break in because they have a silent alarm. And, you know, because they give it. So, so I got in like, no problem. One of my old ways I can't share on the podcast. Also, a good thing was Priya was watching. So that was impressive, I think. So he goes in there. Uh, straight to the ice cream counter, straight behind there. Dragons can scoop ice cream. Holy crap, the size of these scoops. And he starts scooping ice cream, and what do I sense but just a breeze as Priya pulls up right next to me. All the lights are off. And you wouldn't have known she was uh, metallic sky blue at that moment. And the door was open. I slid in, and the door closed with not a whisper. And Priya drove off, and we just waited as the uh, SFPD came and Sean Mendez, you know, because he couldn't change the dragon form out of dragon form or use magic. And plus, he thought he'd be bailed out. Little you know, you know, as, as a member of WWE HOF, I just follow orders. And so he was captured. Mission was accomplished. We headed back to the East Bay. Uh, Priya took the wheel, but nice enough to draw me off at home, too. And he said, well, is this, is this, is this uh, going to be an ongoing partnership or not, Priya the Prius? Because uh, that was some of the best uh, creeping around and uh, teamwork I've ever seen. And he said, we got a planet full of dragons to deal with. And a door opened and I got out. And Priya said, I'm sure I'll see you uh, three out of the four next uh, weekdays you go to. And then she laughed and she was off like a sigh. But I knew this wouldn't be my last adventure with Priya the Prius. All right. So for now, the world is safe. Well, I mean, not you know, from the, dra- the dragon's plans are slowly being... And I don't even know if we wouldn't even get to any cowboys, but we will one day. The next time we run across Priya the Prius on whatever this, uh, I guess this will be an occasional series. All right, good night. I'm at the uh, balloon festival here. There's a lot of cool balloons. Uh, I'm so thankful for all these balloons. Patron Balloon Fest, Aiden, that's that one. These are named balloons, which is way more helpful. The balloon, you know, this is hot air balloons, by the way. But they they finally got name tags in these things. Josh, there's that Josh. That's Gale. I don't know if Henry Gale's on that, but, you know, watch out. Leonardo. That one over there is Janet L. It's a nice one. Jason C. Patricia M. over there. Yeah, that one shaped like a Granny Smith. That's Josh. That one is, is some sort of... Is, uh, that's Matthew W. Uh, that one over there. That's a Michael A. with that, that swirly thing. That's an Allison T. over there. T, hot air tea bag balloon. Pretty sweet. Over there's a Lorna. 
And then see over there those ones on the horizon. Believe it or not, I got great vision. That's a Kara R. Just over there, that's a Michelle. That one's an Adam S. That one is, you see, what is Psalm? That's one of those names. Great balloon name. Larissa, that's another good one. Kate S to the J. Okay, and then see this mountain, these mountains there, over there. That's Purple Mountain Majesty. In front of it is the balloons. Courtney F. And see that one at that peak, that's Jovany. Then Emily M. Then Sarah G. There, there. Then right at the treetops, that's Carl Z. Linda R. I love these. This is the best hot air balloon festival ever. So relaxing. That's the Jan C. Cassidy over there. So that one's a Carl C. Then that's an Linda R. Over there's Jan C. That's a Cassidy A. And it's easy ones that are really high in the sky. Butterflies could go twice as high, by the way. But that's a Gen F. Then the Patty R. Can't really see. Then Courtney C. Different C, but still Courtney. Then there's a Todd S. Sherry S. Different S's again. See, there's the S-shaped balloons, though. Believe it or not, this is the S-shaped balloon section. Daniel S. John S. Uh, then that's a wishing well. That's a mark. Next one is Pickle Jam Ben. Yeah, then that's a Marshall. A Heather C. Caesar over there. These are cool. Aaron O to the H. That one's like a diocide. That's an interesting name. Richard C. Claire D. Tanya over there. There's a Richard B. I mean, I don't know if this is 99 Lufthansa balloons or whatever, but it's pretty close, you know. It's a Jim L. Amanda S. That's a nice balloon. Oh, yeah, how nicely they're floating. Danica. Maybe I could just talk like I'm floating. Marissa. Floating with the, the hot air balloons on my own. Providing my own hot air. Sean. Floating among the balloons. There's a passing by a balloon named Joel. Floating over a balloon named Michael R. Backstroking through the air past a balloon named Christina. Past Olivia. Floating past a Patrick M. balloon and a Rachel Z. Oh yeah, floating. There's a Marsha. Hayden. Yes, everybody's having cheese and crackers. There's a Ben G. balloon. Peter Y. Balloon. Rachel M. Balloon. I just saw them cheersing. Conchita. Uh, there, yeah. Caitlin. Andy. That's a nice balloon. With an eye. See, that balloon's an Andy with an eye. John J. But not Jingleheimer. Schmidt. Because his name was my name. There's Nora L, Michaela E, there's a Donna M, that's a nice balloon too. I'm just waving at everybody, Thomas, Michael, 
Yeah, this is the only way to fly on your own hot air, Katie B. Flying on my own hot Raul, Leah, my own hot air around hot air balloons, Christina, Christian, Anusher, Meg B, Patricia P. Oh, we're in the P balloons, Eric P, Wanderer. Yeah, this is great. Matthias, Susan P. Look at Luella, Heidi N. These are great. Ben T. Grapel. Oh boy. David H. Jillian. Joe. Diane M. Pat G. Martha C. I'm bouncing on the balloons. Kelly S. Bouncing on that one. Brian R. Allison M. Bouncing on that. Samantha B. Annie E. T. G. I like it when the balloons rhyme. E and S. William F. There's another balloon. Jared S. Donna P. That's a good balloon. Sandra P. Those are the P balloons. John W. John R. And this is flight for balloons. Thanks to all those balloons. Because believe it or not, it's the balloons that keep me floating. And I support all the balloon, balloon donators and Patreon, PayPal. Thanks so much.